Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaykul. As President Joe Biden deals with the armed conflict on the eastern Ukrainian border, at home, he is still trying to figure out how to tackle a major domestic problem. So the average U.S. gasoline price right now is $3.53 a gallon, which is 90 cents higher than it was a year ago. And that's according to the American Automobile Association. On Thursday morning, Russia's President Vladimir Putin announced what he called a, quote, military operation in Ukraine. Shortly after, reports of bombings in major cities, including Ukraine's capital, Kyiv, marked the beginning of Russia's war on its western neighbor. And as the conflict in Ukraine and its implications worldwide are unfolding in real time, today we're talking to Politico's Josh Siegel about what President Joe Biden can and can't do to stop the Ukraine crisis from spiking fuel prices in the U.S. It's Thursday, February 24th. We saw oil and gas prices settle really modestly higher on Tuesday afternoon when later in the day of when we heard that Russia had escalated things with Ukraine. So, but prices did not spike in the way that you might imagine. And the biggest reason a lot of analysts say is that the sanctions so far that the U.S. announced and that other European countries they're kind of trying to do these in, in stages, and we haven't seen a direct targeting of the energy sector specifically. So I guess maybe there's a, a thought that maybe things could be worse. What has President Joe Biden done to help bring down oil prices in the U.S., and have those actions been effective? Well, he's really done a lot of diplomacy. He's worked with, with allied countries on the natural gas front to assure that Europe has the natural gas that it needs in the case that Russia were to cut off supply, and we've already seen supplies from Russia be reduced even before these tensions. And then with oil, we've seen Biden call up countries of OPEC. We haven't really seen great results from that, so not a huge amount of success there. And then we saw a release of barrels from the emergency reserve that the SPR that the U.S. keeps, and now there's talk and, and we're hearing that they could do another SBR release from emergency reserves. And this would be an even more appropriate venue to do something like that. But most analysts think these kind of efforts are pretty marginal. You're not talking about a huge amount of oil that would flow into the market from that in the grand scheme. And we did see a little bit of relief the last time he did it, but it was not sustaining in a real way. Okay, so let's talk about a couple options the administration could do on its own without congressional help. We know that the U.S. has already announced sanctions on Russia this week. Is sanctioning Russia's oil exports on the table? Yeah, we don't get the sense that that's currently on the table. And again, I mean, this, the administration is very much saying all options are on the table because they want to you know, react and, and see how much Russia really escalates things. But no, that's not something that we're seeing or hearing is, is really being entertained. Now, that doesn't mean the energy industry is totally immune to what's happening. European energy companies like BP, Total, Shell, these companies that have major operations and investments in Russia, even if you're not directly targeting the energy industry, I mean, th those targeting other Russian finances just in general, I mean, that's going to you could see uh, a chill in investment there. And another impact we could potentially see is oil field service companies shipping into Russia being sanctioned. 
So they're on the periphery. You could see the industry affected, although we don't expect to see direct sanctioning on Russian oil or natural gas exports. And you're also reporting that a nuclear agreement between the U.S. and Iran could actually help the Biden administration fight spiking fuel prices. Why is that? Yeah, it's a bit of good timing. Potentially, we're not for sure. I mean, nothing's settled among the U.S. and and some of the European countries who are negotiating this with Iran that there will be, in fact, be an agreement. But it seems like there's optimism. And the timing could be very good fortune for the Biden administration, whether deliberate or not. And that, yeah, Iran was a major player in oil markets. It's had sanctions on it for a while here because of its nuclear activities. But it would take some ramp up time. But Iran, analysts say, has the potential to bring about 1.4 million barrels per day ready to to enter the global market in in the event a nuclear deal would be reached. So you'd see sanctions lifted on those exports. And yeah, and the amount of time that would take for Iran to, to really ramp up and, and actually physically export would kind of coincide nicely with uh, summer driving season here in the U.S. You know, it's February now, so give it a couple months and, and you're at the prime demand time for U.S. drivers. So you, you could see a bit of relief then if that were actually to come to fruition. Also, on Wednesday, three men pleaded guilty to plotting to bring down parts of the U.S. electric grid as part of an effort to promote white supremacist ideology. That's according to court documents released by the Justice Department. The charges could lead to a maximum of 15 years in prison. The three men, Christopher Cook, Jonathan Frost, and Jackson Sawall, had planned to cause a massive blackout by shooting down three different electric substations across the U.S., By doing that, they hope to trigger a, quote, race war or an economic crash that could spark a white supremacy revolution. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Nirmal Malaykul, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com forward slash RNG.